Hey, you're back. Well, then I welcome you to the Dipped in Butter program with Pat and Wes. Get your dumb ass on this fucking horse so we can take this picture. And the best lines are right here with a podcast release each and every Tuesday. Let's fucking do this show, man. My, like, I'm doing a weird Like, I'm about to lose. <laughs> Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Good morning. <clears throat> Good evening. Happy Tuesday. Happy Thursday. Happy Pod Day, whatever that looks like for you. This right here is the number one mixtape podcast <sighs> on the in- internet. This is the number one place where you can go to listen to lies. This is the number one place that we do a show each and every week, but we forget how to do it each and every week, like clockwork. And like clockwork across from me, that's my guy, that's your guy, that's Wes. We know T like they call him at the job. That's for every young 89 like they call him on all the handles. That's motherfucking goddamn glue around here. That's our <laughs> editor-in-chief, uh, producer extraordinaire, the guy that keeps this motherfucking thing together for however long it might be. The more I look at episode 200, that might be where we end this thing. But nice round numbers. I digress. That's my guy. That's my friend. Y'all say what's up to him. What's up, my guy? Um, whole lot of nothing. Like I, I feel like everybody's kind of going through the same thing that you're going through right now. Like your throat's a little scratchy, my throat's a little scratchy. Um, not that we've been swapping spit or anything for anybody listening, but like, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous. And I blame it on the weather, like changing back to normal, like really really fast. Like it happened within like three days. Um, but you know I won't digress too far into that shit. Besides my lips being dry as fuck. Um, the guy across from me with the hottest takes in the United States, that's Cat K with two T's on the end of that thing. Uh, you can catch my man over at YouTube.com slash Dip the Butter Program. But uh, most and more importantly, you can catch him right here on Tuesday or whichever day is pod day in your life right here on the Dip the Butter Program, wherever podcasts are placed, because he is the creator and host of this motherfucking ship that we captain every week. Um, good thing we're familiar with the sales. Um, out in Chicago, they refer to him as big money, $50 bills only. Um, right here on the pod, we call him Slim Jim. My nigga, yours, what's poppin'? Dry lips is funny, bro, because I've been meaning to talk to you for like three weeks about. So, like, I, I don't know if I, I got, I guess I got sinuses now. I guess that's just a part of my life now. I get sinuses every year. <clears throat> they say when you move to New Mexico after yeah. five years, you will just get allergies. It just happens. And I was like, y'all bullshit. I ain't never been allergic to nothing my whole fucking life. But here it is. Here I am. And I bring that up to say, I have like a constant runny nose now. Like, my nose oh. just always leaks. And sometimes it leaks so little that I don't realize it's leaking. So it'll leak just enough to come out my nose and then it'll dry up. So it looks like I took a hit of cocaine like at random parts of the day at work. And I can't feel it until I like go use the bathroom and I wash my hands and I look up at the mirror. I'm like, God damn it. How long has that white spot been right under my, it's so fucking trifling and childish to have a runny nose as a 40 year old adult. I fucking hate it. They said fucking got me again. You dropped all those pounds and uh, picked up allergies. Ain't that about a bitch? This um, guy, bro, you gonna pick yeah. up something? Yeah, but that's why I said. No, nah, I just think it happened too fast, bro. Like it was, it was still cold on on Saturday a little bit. Like Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday, it was still kind of cold. And you know, here we are, top of the week, fam. And it was like I the dash red when I fresh got in the car today to go pick the kids up. One oh eight, nigga. Like I don't fucking said hot. Yeah, like how the how the hell did we get here so fast? So like I, I blame it on that. Like my my hand is like my hand notoriously usually breaks out once a year. 
I've been cool mm. the past couple years, um, but now it looks mm. like it's starting to try and do a thing again. Um, Let's talk again, about just, your skin. What kind of breakouts do you get? I want to I want to dive um, deep into your skin. I mean, I'm a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? So you know, we all come with uh, eczema. Um, you know, kind of standard right off the factory. So I've 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 always dealt with that. Um, like I say, when I was younger, like you know, where you got to get the the the, the cream that they got to prescribe to you, it got to have that little extra boost in it. You know, what I'm saying the hydrocortisone cream. So like, I used to have it on my on my legs and things really bad. But then I became an adult and like shit just started attacking my hand. So like, I I dealt with a very very nasty hand situation at one point in time. Like, and I'm so player. You know, what I'm saying I try and keep it to myself, but like. Having hand skin issues, I don't recommend like anybody to have that shit because it's just not fun. Because you, you do everything with your hands, bro, and it just everything. They, everything they is look, done with yeah. Hands, when they bro. when they look nasty and they feel nasty and they're fucking itching all the time and scratching doesn't help because it only helps spread the shit around even more. Like it's just not a wanna... good experience to have. So I've you know I've, I've skipped it for the past few years, but I just blame how fast the the weather has changed. Um, which usually is what would happen even when I was back home, like. Once the weather gets to changing is when my when my skin get to acting up. Um, but this shit just happens so fast. Like I just I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to beat it. I hope I come out on top. <laughs> beat it, and I, that's gonna lead me into my next point. And not for nothing, Ohio is one of the worst places to have eczema. I've read because of the humidity and how gray and moist mm-hmm. and gross it is. So like you were like really put in the worst position. And then beat it. My next thing is it's like I don't want to talk to you directly about this, but like I just want to throw this in the air for people that have eczema at their hands and they end up. You know where I'm going. You know what show this is. Y'all know what y'all listen to. When I like, when what is I that said, like for a guy that needs to beat his dick and has eczema hands? Like, if your hands are extra rough, what is that like for niggas that really gotta like go to the bathroom and handle their once a week and fucking get that off? And they don't have no hydrocortisone. Because me, personally, I'll jump out there. I don't mind embarrassing myself in the first segment. I've never been a lotion nigga. Like, I've always been, like, I, I, I've never been the nigga to, like, you ain't never had to worry about cat using your jergens in your house. Because I've never been a lotion kind of nigga. And I know you've made the joke about, like, the smell of certain lo- lotions being a trigger. That's never been a thing for me. Like, in my teenagers, when I was trying to figure myself out and learn my way around my body, as TLC would encourage me to do, TLC, the R&B group, that is. Fucking, I tried the lotion thing at like 14, 15. I was like, this ain't for, it's too much of a mess, too much of a hassle. I don't want my hands smelling like I beat off. So like, I just never got into the, to the lotion game. So if I had, I say all that to say, if I had eczema at the hands, it would be a rough ride for me because it's like I would do nothing to help it, and maybe now, that's maybe that's what Jesus wants. You know, you know, niggas think that niggas are serial killers for the dry beat off. Like I want to let you know that niggas. Wait, think, Twitter saying that? I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the streets will label you a psycho. The streets like, are saying I'm a psycho for being dry. Welcome to the Psycho Club. You know what no, I'm saying? I'm like if we got if we got this, like... this is officially the Psycho Club podcast. PCP. Well, <laughs> Listen, bro, this is episode 185. If they live by now, then they're never gonna leave. We've been trying to get y'all to leave for 185 episodes. I feel like <laughs> let's just talk beat off preferences from a men's perspective. I mm. feel like what well, okay, answer me this. What does LeBron James do before a game at the scoring table? Come on, fam. What is- he puts powder <laughs> on his hands. He puts powder on his hands to grip the basketball better. Am I right or am I wrong so far? Tell yeah, me when does. I tell a lie. You have he does, and he has notoriously throughout his playing career. I feel now, as men, as heterosexual men, 
do we not glorify a woman's vaginal cavity for being able to grip the dick in like, this might be way too early in the episode to be talking like this, but y'all forgive me. Y'all, this is scientific. We're talking science. So grip-wise, wouldn't you want to be able to grip better instead of having your hands slide all over the place? Now, I know sliding is also a good sensation if you're talking about just, you know, personal pleasure. Mm-hmm. But I'm taking grip over slide every time. That's just me, though. Like, I'm not going to knock anybody that prefers a slide to a grip. But if I have to choose between the two, give me the grip. Is that wrong? Am I am I tripping here? Now, remind y'all, I know we're only like 10 minutes into the show, but we're talking science. We're not trying to be gross 15 minutes into the show. But scientifically speaking, Wes, if you had to choose between a grip or a slip, where are you going? A grip or a slip. <laughs> You're crazy as hell. Um, hmm, if I have to choose between a grip... I, I think I gotta go slip, fam. I think I gotta go you slip. slip. Okay. okay. I really, I really, in real, in real, <laughs> in real life. It, but I want to hear right. your thoughts. In real life, I need a combination of both. You know what I'm saying? In order to satisfy me for real, for real. I'm with you. But for the, you know, for the sake of argument and shit like this, um, I'm going, I'm going with slip because for me, like even you know when it's coming to, um, you know what I'm saying having a having a Harlem shake through the pressure. You know, it's really the. <laughs> It's really the slide that really like keeps me in the game. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. More, moreover, the, the the grip might take me out, like because bitches like to play games. You know what I'm saying? So like a grip will take you out. A grip, a grip, grip will, will take, take you, you out. out. A slide might, you know, you might catch a second wind off of a slide. Like you might be like, yo, this shit feels way Look too crazy. Look at you caring about your partner with your performance. The performance is the first thing in your mind. Look I at mean, you, you grown, bro. I'm just, I'm just saying, like you grip, you grip me. You must want to go night night. Like that's the only thing yeah. that I can give to you. Like at a, at a grip, like you trying to, you trying to lock me in. Like I gotta. I can't. I, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't good at fighting a grip. Like if you if you uh-huh. grip me, I'm done. Like I'm done. But to kind of go back to the originals to, again, you know, this is the you know the the, the psycho club pod. Now you know I'm sure. saying welcome welcome to the dry beat gang. Like again, I did that. <laughs> I did that. You know what I'm saying as a young man, and that's why you know I spoke about you know how you know Jergens. I just can't be around it any longer. So right. Um, but if if I got a nasty hand, you gotta you gotta suspend the beat, man. You can't be out you because out. because you the, you already know what the number one thought that comes to your head is if you beat with a with a dirty hand. I'm gonna oh, dirty up my yeah. dick. Like I can't yeah. dirty up my because then that's gonna really take me out the game because you mm-hmm. can't show up with a nasty hand and a nasty no. dick. Like no, you can't have no. both. Like, One of them got to be clean, and you need to choose correctly. You got to choose correctly, bro. Or like that's when you gotta, as niggas refer to it, you gotta, you gotta do the stranger beat. But I'm, I can't do anything with my left hand, so beat off included. So that's you just gotta suspend them. I think we've talked about this before, like super early in our show's mm-hmm. life, when like we used to have the creepy combos and shit. But I can, I can only use my off hand. Like my dominant hand, I'm right handed. I can only use my stranger hand, which is now not a stranger. Bro. My left is my go-to when it comes to that. Like I can't, I all can't right. beat with my with my main hand. First of all, weird. Place this to, is way too weird, early in the weird, show. Yeah, to weird talk place. Like to, weird place to put this. And but I got gonna, Jesus at the top of my list, by the way, to talk about this. One. I'm gonna say it anyways. I love you, and this is a very personal conversation. I don't well, feel any you. type of. I don't. I don't feel any yeah, type of fine. way about it. But I don't. I think this is just me this year, and maybe this is too personal, maybe it's not. But you said once a week, and like respectable. That you know moves what I'm around. That moves Perhaps around. That that like plus or minus is what you mean. That moves around. Yeah, um, yeah, plus or minus. It can vary. Bro, it moves up and down at, the scale. At, at, at thirty three, almost thirty four, I've really gotten into. I hate it, bro. Like, 
like hate the action of it. I don't want to do it no more. I don't, really? I, I, I'd, Can we I'd talk much, through this? Yeah, I'd much rather give it out. Like, and I think I said that before. Oh. Like, I'd much rather catch you know you know be in my porn bag or catch my NRB and be on my shit and be like, hey girl, what you doing? Right. Then to just go waste all this talent, you know. Then it's just throwing like, away. Yeah, I don't want to just go waste. See your mind, bro. Your I mind, am, is bro. And you then, got a like, beautiful mind. Just the whole, just the 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 whole, like the whole ten. And then, bro, like, can I be honest, fam? Like, well, the, bro, listen, we have ruined the first half of this show. I don't. So let's we I don't, also throw it all away. I personally don't think I'd be going that ham, right? But like when I when I be after some of them sessions, bro, like when I tell you my knees be killing me, dog. Like <laughs> I did something. I feel like a six seven basketball player who has just played his last basketball game he will ever play in his life, dog. Like, I'd be like, this is not a good like my shit be tingling and like t- to bend him or mo- like I'd be putting myself in jeopardy these days, fam. And like, uh-huh. I don't want to experience that no more. So like, it's it's just I don't. It's just something about it, bro. I don't like the the, the entirety of it. Like, they'll be like. Well, gotta go. Like whatever you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? At whatever point in time, gotta go. And then you guys and then and then after that. It's like it's a like, pop tart coming out the toast. Like, oh, gotta do something. That part. And then not for nothing, like even, you know, for niggas back in the day and when niggas talk about, you know, the 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 post nut clarity, you know what I'm saying? You might make a oh, bad man. decision. And yeah, after you like go straight immediately, to com. Yeah, immediately mind. after you make that bad decision, like you'd be like, Man, it's the same thing, bro. Like for me, once I'm I'd be like, Man. I really. I ain't even need to do that. I ain't even need to waste. <laughs> I'm so weak. <laughs> I'm, I'm so weak. Yeah, you bro, immediately start looking to. at stocks and so bonds. Like, I gotta clear my shit up. I ain't even gonna lie. Let's have let's have super personal moment. What's this? April. Okay. Yeah, it's April. Probably five beats for the year. Wait, so far? So far, or that's all you're giving yourself? That's all for this so far, and I like I'm I want to cut it off right there. You want to be done, Dan? You trying to okay, so? Okay, let me jump in there because this is just my perspective. And I think I've told my wife this before too. Like for me, that whole thing is a separate compartment of my brain entirely, right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. to me, to me, the personal session or the one man freestyle cipher is mainly a point of I'm horny. I'm equal parts horny and equal parts lazy. Because trust me, I'm like every and bo- yeah, yeah bore you gotta throw board in there, right? So fucking you like, if, I would much rather have a sexual encounter and a whole big fly ass, you know what I'm saying? Like I'd rather be, but I think it becomes the person like the perfect harmony of horny and ah, way too lazy. And when I'm lazy, I feel like you're going to get a half a performance. And well, I don't want to show up like LeBron in the first half well, of that Clippers game and put up three points in fucking 14 minutes. And then, like, then you're looking at me like, what the fuck was that about? Like, I'd rather go ahead and put that one in the trash and save myself for a better game. Like, I only want to show up for the playoffs. I don't want to, like, do regular season. So I'll be I mean, throwing regular season games down the drive. I like the Allen Iverson of this shit. That, that speaks to – um what you said here before, like you enjoy the whole shit. Like if you, if you can't, if we can't go through and like, I, I fuck with that hard by, cause I'm the Mm -hmm. same way. Like I'd much rather do that. But then I've also shared what I've learned, you know, as far as the ground and pound, sometimes they only want the best eight or nine minutes that you might be able to give. Sometimes they don't want the full date night in three hours. Like sometimes they want the best eight you can give up. I feel like that's my, I feel like that's my version of that. Like I'd much rather always, but like, my ground and pound is really like the midday cancel the beat off 
come get this dick. Like, I guess right. that's really, that's my, <laughs> this one's for you. Yeah, this, this one's, one's for, for you. you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need you yeah, to do that, nothing special. Like, just come to That's super weird. That's, well, not weird, but that's super interesting, I'm, I mean to say, because it's like, I don't know. I think I've had this conversation with my wife before where it's like, I'm super like, Although I came on here a couple of years ago and was like, man, playing sex is trash and only give me the spontaneous. I come to find out that was a fucking lie. You switched like, up like immediately playing. afterwards. Switched that up. was like, the funniest shit about Literally after I went on record, I was like, you know what? I was lying. Playing sex is better. Do not jump on me because when I'm not ready, that's not cool. But like, here's another thing that me and my wife has talked about. Like, I enjoy getting head like any other man or maybe not every other man, but most men. Right. But I personally... Don't want head if I can't fuck. Like, if it's like, oh, I'm going to give you some head. It's your birthday, and I'm on a rag right now, so we can't, like, complete the action, but I'll give you some head. Like, I'll be like, mm, hold on to it. I'll come get it next week. Like, to me, if I can't do everything, I don't want to do And I know that's weird. I know somebody's listening to this right now, like, nigga, you're bugging, bro. Go ahead and get that mouth. But, like, to me, like, head is a prerequisite to sex. Like, I, I don't want like, just head on, and uh, like, like that's like putting one slice of pizza on a saucer and walking to your room. Like, bro, bring, give me the whole pizza I, box. I feel you. And I feel, I feel like there's a way that you can get that off. Like, and you just got, I don't want to say you got to be like sweet enough about it. But like, if that's what she thinks she about to do, like you just got to give her like the strongest dick that you got and you got to stop her and be like, nah, we got to, we got to go, we got to go finish this. <laughs> but I feel, I feel like, I feel like the midday head, you just want to, you know, give me some head. I'm always down for it. I feel like that's like the male appreciation trophy. Like it is. Hey, let it me, is. hey, let me holler at you. I don't want to sound like, quick. hold on, yeah. let, let me clear the air. I, <laughs> I don't want to say, I don't listen, please don't take this. Like I'm saying, I don't want head. Cause that's absolutely <laughs> not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I would prefer the full course meal. Like I feel you. now if we go into Applebee's and all they got is appetizers right now, like <laughs> give me the mozzarella sticks. Like I'm not going to say no to mozzarella sticks, right. but I prefer mozzarella sticks if a steak is still coming. Does that make I, sense? I'm, I'm not saying you, I don't bro. want mozzarella sticks. Please I'm with don't. you 100%. And I, still, and I still feel that way about my, you know, cancel the beat off midday boner. Like I'd much rather go up there and get into the whole shebang bang. You know what I'm saying versus versus the ground and pound, but like I'm I'm down with whatever time allows us to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have ruined the first half of this show. Um, I mean, whatever. Let me take a hard pause so I can pivot. Okay, okay. Are, wait. Are we done there? Because I'm sure that was an accident. That was just us being us I, right there. Yeah, yeah. I we never might thought have to, we were we going might have there. To invert the show and put that at the end. But I say that to say, don't touch the show. <laughs> but, <laughs> let me take a beat so I can start okay. the next topic. Of course. No disrespect to Jesus Christ, but <laughs> we got to talk about Easter, bro. Like, I know you're just coming off of Easter. Like, I'm just coming off of Easter. You got kids. Like, I got kids. Right. You got daughters. Like, I got a daughter. Mm-hmm. Our family dynamic is very similar, but I don't know how your holidays go these days, especially with you being away from family. And I don't know if y'all do too much for Easter, and I'm willing to hear you if you're telling me, like, nah, nigga, we ain't do shit. Or y'all did a lot. But I'm here to tell you as like a three-person household now, me, my wife, and my daughter, and my daughter mm-hmm. being seven, and we're like restarting the whole childhood thing. Most years, I forget Easter kind of exists until Good Friday, basically. And then I'm looking around, I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot to get camera in the Easter basket. Oh, fuck. And then I run to the like one grocery store we got within an hour, and they're all out of baskets by then. And then I'm fucked, right? And right. Then I'm stuck like getting right. her. The candy that she does, like, she's getting malt balls and 
fucking milk duds, but they're pink. Like I'm getting all the worst candy and trying to throw shit together in a Kroger bag. But I digress. I actually didn't forget this year. Got our Easter basket. My wife had plans, and this year I'm actually off on Easter because normally I would work Easter because like we don't have family here. We're not going to Easter Sunday church, so I would go ahead and like take people's shift. That had to work on Sunday. I'm like, bro, give me your Sunday, dog. I know you got a family. Mm-hmm. Go enjoy Los Easteros. I don't know how you say Easter in Spanish, but go enjoy that. And I'll cover your shift. And usually people are like, oh, man, good looking out, bro. I appreciate that. Don't worry about it because I ain't got shit to do. And my wife would normally take my daughter to her boss's house, who they usually put on a whole big presentation. My wife's boss has like an estate, basically, or a farm. It's actually a farm because she's got cows. Mm-hmm and chickens and like she's got land and all this dope ass shit and every year they put on a pretty big like easter egg hunt and a big dinner and a whole big i'm gonna say quinceanera but i know that's wrong but you know <laughs> fiesta that's way better somebody that really appreciated being invited i sound like i don't appreciate it but i really really did we had a blast <laughs> but i bring it up to say okay again no disrespect to God, Jesus, Christianity, anybody's religion or anything. I'm only speaking from a holiday hierarchy standpoint, right? With mm-hmm. Christmas being S tier and with Thanksgiving being A tier and like Valentine's Day and Halloween being like B, C tier, depending on how you feel about shit. Easter is D tier holiday. Now, I'm not saying God is D tier. I'm saying the way that we as Maybe I need to just like break this down to African-Americans because I've noticed that like Mexican people celebrate a little bit different than I am growing, like that I've experienced growing up and they do it kind of fly. Like I kind of want to give them props because if it's D tier, then they've at least bumped it up to C. Like they do it better, I think. Because we always like boil stinky eggs and get dressed up in like tight ass suits. And then we go sit down for four or five hours to an extended service. And then we sit around and like judge each other like, oh, this nigga ain't been here all year. And look, the dope man just walked in, y'all. Let's laugh at him. He's finally coming to church. Like Easter has always been a very uncomfortable holiday for me personally. I'll speak for myself. I won't put this on everybody. But the reason why I bring this up is I feel like. Easter in the way that we approach it as Americans could use a fresh coat of paint. Like we could take this and rework this holiday and still keep the principles. Like, hear me out. Instead of like having I'm our really, kids sit on a stranger's I'm thinking, lap. I'm thinking about your Jaden at Easton haircut story. I'm I so fucked my son's hair up because of this holiday. Maybe that's why I'm like holding a resentment. And you're right. For those of y'all that don't know what Wes is talking about, listen to episodes like two through 20. It's <laughs> Whatever it is. One of those. But I fucked my son's hair up because of Easter, dog. And like, here's the thing. We have our kids sit on a stranger's lap and take pictures in a furry costume, right? Like, that's kind of the go-to. We eat malt balls, chocolate malt balls, and fucking Easter eggs and all kinds of weird shit. But like, if this is us celebrating Jesus leaving the tomb, why don't we have like hide-and-seek games for Easter? Or like you can bury the candy in a shallow grave and then whoever finds the candy keeps most of it type shit. Like there are so many more creative things we can do with this holiday, but we like went with a pink rabbit. I mean, like we can do better, right? Listen here, don't don't get me started. And if we ever get to this point, you can thank Jessica for this. I definitely have two one way tickets for me and you to flat earth whenever you want to go there. We don't have to go there right now, but I got you. But like 
it, it's Hallmark. It's a Hallmark thing. I actually just um, seen a video uh, in in the in the deep worm holes of TikTok the other day where a nigga was talking about um, Easter. But I be liking these videos, bro, because niggas be like talking logical shit. So they talked about where it came from, fam. And like I know we've acknowledged the fact that you know you know niggas acknowledged Greek mythology. You know mm. what I'm saying at a point in time in, in in the history of the world. But like basically the whole like basis of Easter and the bunny rabbit comes from something around that time period. Like that they just like dressed up and made it a bunny and made it some eggs. Because like you say, in totality, when you think about it, that there's the bunny don't even represent new life. Like, yeah, like what the, is, <laughs> there's no tie. There's yeah, no tie to the story. You're telling this me. could have been a loaf of bread. This could have been a pond of fish. This could have been anything else, bro. They a chose loaf a of bread bunny. would be even flyer, bro, because you could do just, French toast in the just morning. Imagine like, it, just imagine if on Easter you were supposed to exchange a loaf of bread with your neighbor. Imagine how much more. That would be kind of fire, bro, because then you're starting to get to the place where you're trying to outbake your neighbor. Like, nigga, he gave us this croissant loaf last imagine, year that was fucking imagine, fire. Imagine even if you didn't fuck with your neighbor. Maybe y'all, maybe y'all are like neighbors that I had when I grew up and they had a yearly fucking fight but you have to deliver that bread on Easter because you got to show God you learned ain't something there, ain't there something in the Bible about bread and Love. fish like what if it was like a fish yeah, fryer this is what I'm that saying bro. This, you are supposed to exchange maybe you know they got they got a, it, it would have been dope had they done something in that vein but nah Hallmark chose bunnies and Easter baskets and fucking pastel colors to you know what I'm saying go, go across their shit so like again you talking about what y'all did so I I've kind of been on the same shit for a while now. You can kind of attest to it where we just ain't making a big hoopla about nothing. Side note, <laughs> my wife totally told them kids the other day that the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus was not real. They're not God hearing damn. none of that shit. They're not hearing none of that shit, dog. They're like, yeah, fuck out of here. But like she told them. So whenever they have that she discovery on their own. But it was like, yeah, but just make with the toys. Yeah, but like what what the fuck ever, right? But like again, they are they are kids, so they know what comes along with holidays and shit like that. So they've been pumped about Easter for weeks. Oh, dog. they have. They've been pumped about Easter so for how'd weeks that because go? Because well, it, it always goes well because that's what I'm saying. Like while we are not into like the co- the real commercialization of it, we definitely don't want to be Debbie Downers for our children. So like we still make it fun for them. So like you've been here, you've seen the setup, you've seen what the backyard looks like. So we typically have the Easter egg hunt right here at the crib. Like, that's kind of fire. I wish I we did have the, enough space yeah. to hide eggs around my. We property. got the we got the yard space to do it. So the first year that we moved here, we actually did that. Um, and it's so funny to watch back. Like I said, them kids was three and four, so that'd be silly as shit to watch falling um, down and shit. They yeah, can't just, look for just the bro, when you tell kids to look for eggs and they're too small, <laughs> they start looking up at the sky like you bitch ass nigga, look down. <laughs> You're no, literally the, stepping on one. It is. It's the funniest shit. So. Um, we did that the first year. Then the second year, it's a, um, it's a spot out here that they always got something going on throughout the year. We call it the farm. Um, it is a farm, but they always be having different events going on. So we went last year, and they had a little Easter egg hunt. And it was cool, but at the end of it, we was like, that was cool, but it's whack. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we probably mm-hmm. don't need to, like, return back to that. So, like, we just went back to the Easter egg hunt this year. So that just consists of mommy and daddy up late at night stuffing candy and eggs and then having to go outside. Oh, and in the backyard. So, like I said, I think well, I think one year was it. I think that was Easter. Maybe. I don't know. I can't, I can't remember. Like, they, we had we had a – she bought a pack of Care Bears and she put, like – it was, like, five Care Bears, like, the, the fucking – like stuffed animals because they like stuffed like the animals. Plushes. Yeah, the plush yeah. joints. So like it was five of them in a pack. You just put them all around the yard. So they was finding it. Like to hear little so kids. They was finding scream. toys. And finding toys. They find they found Play-Doh outside this year. They had a Lego oh, set shit. outside this year. Like 
the Easter egg hunt is lit, but like it was so funny to see like the night before was really the funniest shit because Jackie, it got closer to bedtime. My girl wandered over to the back sliding glass. She put her face up against it and she was like, ah, I'm just ready for it to be Easter. And I'm like, what the fuck you mean you ready for it to be Easter? <laughs> Wait, like- she was trying to... She- <laughs> She was trying to will it into existence. Yeah, Nobody yeah, had yeah. talked about this. I'm Nobody sure. Nobody like, said there was no talk about it. But again, they just so conditioned. They know, like the, again, they still on the yo. The Easter Bunny is about to drop these eggs off around here. So like, I think even last year they woke up. It was eggs in their bed. Like it was lit. They had no clue what was going. She was on trying to all. manifest a holiday, bro. Absolutely. So then, like I say, so so it was just like Christmas, dog. Like I heard them. They woke up and like I say, I, they they got to get on program now. So like, hey, before y'all come in here and blowing y'all stinky breath in my face, go. <laughs> Use the bathroom. Go brush your face. Wash your wash it. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing. Y'all not picking up. Shit. Y'all definitely ain't picking up no hard boiled <laughs> eggs with your brush. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we fucked up. So I I heard them. I heard them get up and they went to the bathroom. And they did that and then like they and it was so funny because they still like I say they usually come. So I knew what happened because I must have fell asleep for the first part of this because when I woke up my door was already open. I usually hear them when they open the door because they come in after that. But what I deduce happened is that one of them tried to come in and the other one was like nah. We got to go do this first because that's all he going to tell me to go do. And I'm like, I fuck with the programming. But then after that, they totally bypassed the room. and They just went downstairs and they looked out the back door and they was like, there's fucking eggs out there. And they ran there's back the, upstairs. There's colored yeah. eggs everywhere. Yeah. And again, it's like Christmas. You got to mosey your ass about the bed and put your shorts on. And So wait, you're telling me that y'all intentionally shot yourselves in the foot by introducing a whole other holiday where y'all got to wake up in the morning and stumble I mean, outside? You gotta. This is this is the sacrifice for the kids, as I tell Diddle. You know, it's a different situation, but she wanted to go on a trip for spring break, and there were certain stipulations and requirements that she needed to meet, and she got about ninety seven percent there. And I could have been again. I could have been Debbie Downer and been like, "Oh well, sucks to be you." Yeah, you didn't but I had to all. tell her. I had to tell her. You're not going to kill me in my sleep all in the vein of you didn't let me have no fucking fun. So same thing for these kids. Y'all not going to grow up and be like. Man, other families talking about Easter. Day. Easter was lit. Like, no, yo, Easter was fucking lit, dog. Like, I don't want to hear yeah. none of that bad childhood shit. Because you already know what I'd be on. I could be on some fuck the Easter Bunny. He's white. He represents yeah. the whole. And you could be new. Shit. You could be like, full I, on yeah, newbie yeah. about this shit. Could, you could be straight newbie. Yeah, I could be all of that, but I choose not to be. Cause for for the sake of the children, like kids, definitely do deserve good childhoods, regardless of whatever the fuck you believe in. And again, like that's why I didn't like go sliding in the room when my wife was telling them the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus wasn't real. Like, what are you doing to our children? I was like, nah, that's, mm-hmm. that's cool. Like, and again, they wasn't on it. So like, they'll get to it and they'll remember that moment when it comes back around and they'd be like, damn, this nigga really ain't real. They really like, did oh, some ill shit. Fucking parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It fucked me up. Cause like, I need to take more advice from you <clears throat> and listen to you more on this show. Like I listen to you when you talk on here and then I like to start playing you back more. Cause you'd be having the right ideas. Cause I'm telling you, I fucked around and went chasing waterfalls by trying to recreate what my Easter used to look like for See, Cameron, because I, we remembered this year. So I fucking did the thing where you buy the Easter basket from the store and then mm-hmm. you open it up and then you pack mm-hmm. it with more Easter yeah. shit and, then and I'm you not- wrap it back up. So it looks extra full. And I'm not mad at that because that was my Easter experience. Like I said, I can go back and, you know, see the pictures of the fly suits and you hold you know, a bunch Easter. of shit. Yeah. Like you was expecting to get the Easter basket. I remember my mom did that, you know, well, till we was in teenagers, like, oh, Easter basket. Like, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? But the, but at that point, it's just like a, all right, there's yellow peeps in here. They're pretty fucking disgusting now that I'm 17. Well, like, I don't really want to eat these no more. 
Well, speaking of which, don't give me the hero's blowjob just yet because <laughs> I say that to say I got her a fly-ass basket prepared, stuck it in the fridge so the chocolate wouldn't melt. Like, I caught myself really thinking about my daughter's holiday this year and trying to get it right. Mm-hmm. So in the morning when it, we was up and getting, you know, ourselves together because we was going to be at my wife's boss's property in the afternoon. And I was like, I got home from the gym and everything. And I'm like, baby, guess what we got for you? She's like, oh, what you got? So I run to the fridge, pull out the Easter egg and I hand it to her. I'm like, bam, Easter egg basket. So she's all excited. She's trying to open it up. And half the fun was watching her try to open this fucking contraption mm-hmm. up. Right. So we finally yeah. get it. It pops open. There's fucking Reese's, white chocolate eggs everywhere, mini M&M's, bunny ears by Dove. Everything's flying everywhere. Now, I remember distinctively buying her a pack of Peeps, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I know as well as everybody knows, nobody eats Peeps. And I could have walked past the Peeps. They didn't come pre-packed with Peeps. Mm -hmm. I grabbed a pack of Peeps to put in her basket because to me, Peeps is like candy canes. Nobody really ain't going to eat them shits. It just symbolizes the holiday, right? Like peeps are synonymous with Easter. People do eat candy canes and children eat peeps. That's okay. So I was almost positive my daughter's never had peeps. So that further encouraged me to get her a pack of peeps because Mm -hmm. my daughter ain't never fucking had peeps for all I know. So I'm like, I'm not going to skip past my daughter's opportunity to experience this Easter traditional thing. If she don't like the peeps, she can tell me she don't like the peeps. But until right. then, I'll get her the peeps so she can experience right. full on Easter. So she opens them and she actually wasn't even seeing the peeps at first. And I kind of slid them to her like, hey, babe, got you some peeps. What you think about those? You want to try them? And my daughter's a sport. She was super excited to try the peeps. So we bust them shits open. And I got her hot, high fuchsia pink peeps. Like these bitches <laughs> damn near glued, glowed in the dark. They were so pink. So she tried them, and again, Cameron is a good sport. So she bit the head off one, and like you know when a kid is chewing something with their mouth open that they really ain't tasting it? Like, yeah. She was chewing them with her mouth open, so I'm like, okay, what do you think? I wasn't trying to peer pressure her into saying she liked them. I was just like, do you like them? And she was like, I like them. So then she says, I want to take them to my room. Now, my mind goes, she's probably just going to take them in a room and play with them, and they're going to end up all over the floor. Under normal circumstances, everybody that knows me, if I'm thinking that, I say no, because I hate messes. I don't like glitter. I don't like slime. I don't like sprinkles. I don't like Play-Doh. I don't like nothing that's going to end up on the floor. But this was me trying to not be, like you said, the fucking Grinch, Debbie Downer of the holiday. So when she asked me, I went against my better judgment and said, go ahead, baby. It's Easter. Take your peeps to your room and enjoy yourself. Because I was thinking... She was just going to have them all over the floor and then I would just pick them up. I was fully prepared to do that as an Easter dad thing. Suck up my whole fucking attitude and pick up these peeps off the floor and they got hard and shit. Like I was, that's what I was prepared for. What I was not prepared for was her to go in her room and eat three or four of these shits until her stomach expand and become like a tight fucking birthday balloon. Now, mind y'all, my daughter has hydrocephalus. Mm -hmm. So she has like wiring and shit all in her stomach and so she's basically an x-man with no powers like she, she's a cyborg but with no benefits she is bionic so, with no metal yeah she's bionic with like on all the weakest settings <laughs> so she goes in there and eats so many of these shits i'm sitting on the couch she's in a room and then the next thing i hear is just 
So she's walked herself to the bathroom <laughs> and apparently started throwing up peeps all into the toilet. Now, I know my wife probably took me not moving from the couch as a I don't give a fuck. But it was really I'm this is my this is the first my wife is gonna hear about why I didn't move when I heard my daughter in distress. Cause she was not just throwing up, she was crying and throwing up. Mm. And I didn't move from the couch because my shame wouldn't let my feet move. Like mm. I feel like I let my entire family down. That. So, like, I had so much shame in my heart, I was paralyzed. <laughs> like, I know she needed me, but I couldn't respond because I was like, this is all my fault. Yep. I was being an irresponsible parent. I let my child eat 16 peeps before she even had eggs for breakfast. And mm. this is my fucking fault. Like, I literally couldn't go in the bathroom and face my daughter. So my wife had to go in there and, like, rub her back and calm her down. When I tell you, when my daughter was throwing up, she was frantic. Like, I think peeps must have been coming out of her nose. And, <laughs> like, she had been congested for a week, too. So, like, mucus was coming out with the peeps. Uh, and, like, you know that thought when, like, your eyes turn red and, like, you feel like mm. throw up is coming out of your eyes, too? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Bro, she, it must have been a gruesome scene in there. And, again... My shame as a father had me paralyzed on the couch. Again, I know from my wife's perspective, it must have looked like this nigga ain't shit. Like, he's just going to fucking sit there while we're struggling in the bathroom. And my shame would not let me off the couch. Have you had moments like that where, like, as a father, your shame just paralyzes you? Like, damn, I really fucked that up big time. I don't I don't know if I've ever experienced it like that, but it definitely be some, uh, yeah, I ain't dealing with that. Type type of shit mm-hmm. that be going on, you know, kind of kind of in the same vein. But like, yeah, bro, don't don't be forced to feed your child peeps just because you were forced to eat peeps as a child. I'm bro, I'm, I'm trying my best to be a good dad, man, and it's just I feel like okay. Let's talk I'm about it. Let's talk about this while we're here too. Fuck it, while we're sure. on peeps, I don't think we ever Please. had this conversation. Um, maybe you know, rapid fire. I'll give you both of them at the top. Um, but let's go circus peanuts and candy corn. I love, bro. Okay. I think circus peanuts are bad, but I re- I'm reluctant to say gross and make a big deal. Oh my God, I can't believe people eat those because people like what they like. And I think I'm only saying that because you said them to me both at once. If you'd have mm-hmm. asked me about circus peanuts, I probably would have trashed them. After. But here's why I'm showing them mercy. Because I like candy corn, nigga. I get so mad every October when y'all start talking shit about candy corn. I love candy corn. <laughs> I think it's really just a part of the, the the order you get in your taste buds change kind of thing because like as as I sit here today as a consumer of so many circus peanuts, I don't know if I can live with myself today thinking about how many of those that I ate. Like because what the fuck are they? Like what I was, actually I was are they? Ask you, are they marshmallows? I don't know. Like that's no, a problem. We're here, what the fuck is even a marshmallow? Like what the fuck what is, is a marshmallow? Bro? It doesn't it's, even have flavor. It, it's air. It's literally like. Uh, it's cotton candy it's in a white air form. it's white air fuck it they colored air and they gave it to you in a pack but like it's nothing but it'll fill your ass up though put some water on top of that shit and you'll blow up like a fucking balloon and, and that's why my daughter feet. threw up because yeah. her stomach expanded <laughs> like a goddamn fucking villain on the peewee yeah. honey show or something yeah, it was insanity yeah, yeah, yeah nah but so I, um, I don't know I th- I, again i think it's just because like i could have a good like if I was to have ten pieces of candy corn in my hand right now, I'd take them down and I'd love it. It would be that second set of ten that I would start being like, really? So you have like a hard wall? I don't think I. I don't think I need. It's just I just know my. It's just I as I've it. gotten older because back in the day you could give me the two for ninety nine cent packs, even though I know they're not two for ninety nine cents anymore. But you, you know what I'm talking came about? Individual little clear packs where you this could get what them, I'm like, talking they about. Say nothing they were, on them. 
They were two for 99 I know cents, what you're dog. talking I'll about, I'll never bro. forget these times. They had gummy worms, gummy bears, all the shit. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I could take down the whole, you know, you know, two two set of those, if, you know, back in the day. But I, I just know myself now, like, I'd end up, I'd have some, and then I'd give the rest of my kids because they would love it. Y'all got them. See, this is how you know I'm a consistent stand-up nigga, right? Like, your nigga is consistent. If you don't know That's nothing cool. about me... I'm going to be the same way with you every time we come on this motherfucker. Am I wrong? Like, we have never turned these mics on and I gave you, I ain't in the mood for this shit today, bro. And gave you like, I mean, well, you have, you have, we just don't like, at this point, yeah, we just get past it at this point. Like, (laughs) we be far removed. Today was one of those days, to be honest with you. Now I'm in the room. But fucking, to, to show you how consistent I am, I can't tell you the last time I bought a pack of regular Oreos. It's been like double from, stuffed like from the since store? the first day I bought a double stuffed right, pack. Let's talk about that as well because I also said that to my wife, like, "Yo, no cap, like double stuffed Oreo is the way." Like, it's the way. Like, it's just the, an improvement on something that already existed. That, I understand why y'all got to keep making Oreos because you got to put something in McFlurries. I, but I, I a do. regular Oreo is just an ingredient. A but double stuff should be the standard. Am I wrong? I'm, maybe. But I will okay. say, for me, with double stuffed, and again, this is my, you know, my progressive, because back in the day, if you catch me going to buy just like the single tube Oreos, double stuffed all day. The golden ones as well. Do they even sell like, those anymore? Because I've been looking for those, just the single rack. I'm sure they do. I don't think they sell them. Because with know. my diet now, I can't right. buy an actual pack of Oreos because they you only come in it. family size now. Oh, and if yeah, I buy nah. a pack, I'm going to eat a fucking pack. You might have to find a real corner store. I don't know if you guys have one of That's those. That's what I, I need. Most. But like, if you are a gas station, you guys have got to have a gas station. We got a liquor store. We got a liquor store, but it's clean in there, so you know they, they got to be in there. But there. yes, I I am a supporter of the double stuff for it, but I also feel like you might like at max you have to do it two to one, and by that I mean like if you have two packs of double stuff Oreos, you should have a pack of regular Oreos. Blues? You should have a pack of blues in the house. You should have a pack of blues in the house. I can't do it. I haven't. You should. A pack of blues I'm telling you because time. like you gonna you gonna burn yourself out on all the on all the all the cream filling. You know what I'm saying? Never like, burn myself out. I'm, I'm telling, telling you, you, the ratio is I'm, correct. It is, but I'm telling just start. I'm telling you, just start going one. You gonna Mixing be mad. You're going to be mad, but you're going to be like, this is necessary because it's a lot of fucking cream. Again, it's like, it's already what? 80 fucking calories in a cookie and 10 grams of sugar? Do not talk to me about what's in an Oreo because you're going to make me sad. I love them shits and I can't eat them anymore. I bring that up to say, to to speak to my own, to pat myself on the back about my own consistency. Mm -hmm. I'm double stuff over everything. So while we're talking about candy corn, I'm walking straight to the pumpkins, dog. I don't even bother with regular candy Mm -hmm. corn anymore. I go to the pumpkins. I love candy corn so much. I don't even buy candy corn. I buy the pumpkins because I like the ra- I like the thickness I'm of not the balls that. in my mouth. <laughs> you knew what you were doing. I'm not going. <laughs> I was walking not, straight yeah, to it. I'm not going to the pumpkins at all. Pumpkins are a no go for me. I like the pumpkins, dog. Like I, li- I even like the chalkiness of how they taste. Pumpkins are a no go for. Are you a, are you a Skittles guy? You know, you I ever? like Skittles, but you, I, what's your, bro, what's your I used to be big on what's Skittles in the nineties. What's your pack? What's your pack? I'll, you know what? I like a I like a tropical of anything over the original. I like tropical what's, over original Skittles. I like tro- tropical Mike and Ike's over original as well. What's the procedure when there's a gun to your fucking head? Which pack of Skittles is your goddamn favorite? Blue. All right. I won't argue with you at blue. I've, I'm again, going blue it's been, first. Ooh. Then red, then purple. I'll go original Ooh. over purple slightly. Is that a diss? Did I just it catch? Did I just catch I an think, op? I think so. I'm I'm going purple, blue. You going purple original. first? 
I'm going purple, blue, original. Um, and again, I'm a believer of that as well. Like, don't don't do two packs of the same one back to back. If you don't if you do keep, that, you don't need to do that. Going through the if you keep going through the joint, you'll enjoy them every single time. Because so you're consistent, that, you're cleansing again, the palate, right? The, the 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 purple and the blue do switch places often. I, I won't okay. lie, because that 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 blue pack is something special when you when you in the right mood. It feels like you on an island. I don't know if this is an old nigga thing, but I prefer Mike and Ike's to Skittles now. Nah, I'm still. I prefer a box of tropical. Check this out. We'll talk about this when the time comes back around. Orange pack of Halloween Skittles, number one. Oh, really? Is that like a cream added, or what the fuck is in the orange pack? I don't think it's a cream one, but the flavors are. It's like an apple. It's like a green. Bam! It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Probably caramel apple in that pack and shit. It's probably all kind of shit. It's not, bro. I'm telling you, like they should. They need to put it on the shelf just as a regular pack. That's how good it is. But like. Again, like me, me and my wife tend to find these holidays uh, special edition candies that they come out with. So, like for a couple of years, it was it was the nerds. Um, should they have a tropical punch edition of nerds, fam? Best pack of nerds you'll ever find in your life. Trust me, this nigga you don't have nerds. to listen to anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And then this pack of Skittles, I'm t- dog. I'm t- I've been eating Skittles. Ask anybody. I am Skittle connoisseur. Long time since the nineties. What I'm Sk- Skittles since nineties. You cat since ninety one. I'm Skittles since nineties. Skittles 90s. since nineties. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, I'm telling you, hands down, best pack of Skittles I've ever tasted. Like, I'm and I've had them all. I tried. I tried. I tried the, I tried the orchard fucking kind. I've tried the yellow pack. I've had the sour. I give them all a shot because I can't be a real Skittles nigga if I can't tell you about the pack of right. Skittles. I've had yeah. the green pack. Like I've done it all, fam. Stop playing with me. Like you can't really can beat the consistency of, of a skittle. You really can't beat the consistent, like the chewiness of a skittle. It's really Even kind though, of a match. Let me not throw them so much bell. I heard they was putting paint in the fucking skittles. So like, eh, whatever they got to do. Now, I'm, listen, I'm a firm believer. Whatever you got to do to keep the recipe the way you got to keep it, bro. I'm not one of them niggas. Like, bro, did you hear that? There's like. There, there can be up to twelve percent cricket legs and peanut I mean, M Ms. Like, dog, whatever they doing, they must got the formula right. It's more than this. Outside of KFC training, nobody else knows that there's cocaine in the KFC chicken. So, like, they're getting Bro. it off. I, I'll tell you right now, and this is not me being podcast funny or cat trying to make jokes. I love Reese's products so much. There's very few things that you could tell me is in a Reese's peanut butter cup that would make me stop eating them. Like, there's a short list of shit. I mean, like, if you told me, like, yeah, there's like rodent droppings in the Reese's and it has been like that since 1993, I'd be like, so. That's what I was about to say. Like, I guess we just kind of got to assume in all factories and situations like that, it's something in these candies that don't belong in these candies, dog. It's fine. You just got to live with it. Matter of fact, Jordan was just talking about that. He was telling, he was like, hey, stop telling me it's rats in the Popeye's chicken. Like, I don't care. Don't tell me. Like, I don't same, care. Same thing with Chinese food. If they serving cat, like, I like cat. I wish they would just tell me, but like, I like cat. Quadruple entendre. Fuck if you told me, me, if you told me you, if you told me you used to live in Hersey, Pennsylvania, and you worked at the Hersey factory, <laughs> and you worked for Reese's, and you've seen rats actually shit in the peanut butter mixture, my next question to you would be: But are these cups frozen and refrigerated? Like that's the Period. only thing I care about. Are they cold? The only thing that's going to stop me from eating a Reese's is if it's melted. That's the only thing that's going to stop me. Bro. Uh, and that's- I mean, it got to be like full melted. Like if I can still get it out the wrapper without getting too messy, I'm probably going. <laughs> if I can still like scrape it across the bottom of my teeth, we yeah. still. <laughs> yeah, like there, there is a such thing as too. Like if it gets down to like Dave Chappelle used this as Dookie for his skit level melted, I can't use that any longer. But like if if we make it anywhere before the end, then we doing all right. 
Um, I, while we're talking about childish things and childhood and shit like that, um, this past weekend we went to the theater for the first time in a while and we checked out the Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay. Um, I'm I not going to ask good. you if you've seen it. Uh, I I, I'm sure you haven't. Um, I only bring it up because I don't even want to do a recap. I don't really, like, I'll tell you I enjoyed the movie, but I ain't here for that either. Mm. What I'm here for is that even before I went and saw the movie, the algorithm was feeding me a lot of reviews on the movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I heard a lot of people saying they liked it. And then I saw a lot of people kind of nitpicking stuff. Like, even, like, reviewers that were saying they liked it, they was nitpicking little shit. Like, yeah, I liked it, but some of the songs in the soundtrack felt out of place or this felt out of place or maybe they could have did more of that or less of this. Or, And mm-hmm. then it got me to thinking, like, what is it about our generation? And by our, I'll say people around my age and 35 to 45. Why the fuck are we reviewing children's movies? Like, I understand that we grew up on Super Mario and they are somewhat targeting us. But to me, that is a very weird, gray area of content creation that I never want to see us a part of. Like, I I know we did the album reviews and shit, but if we ever found ourselves like reviewing a rapper that was 15 or some shit, like that would be a a place that I never want to go to. I just... I feel weird about watching a grown 42-year-old man give his critique of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Is that weird to me? I think it's just a case of, um, I think it's us, it's the progressive commercial, fam. It's us turning into our parents. Like, mm. it's it's us watching our classics be remade and we feel like the gatekeepers on this shit. So, like, we get ultimate say on if you motherfuckers did it right or if y'all didn't do it right because I can see that. this is my childhood that you fucking with. When somebody go to fucking with y'all's childhood, y'all are understanding whatever comes when, when when somebody gets to doing bluey over, goddammit, y'all are gonna be upset. Like y'all are not gonna know what the fuck is going on out here. So only then will they understand what's going on. But right now, nah, you just you fucking with the classics, bro. We don't fuck with that. Yeah, you bodied that example too, because as soon as you said bluey, like I got a little bit tight. <laughs> like, that's it. My, I clenched my butt cheeks a little bit. Like, hold on, bro. Who wanna like don't who fuck, with, fuck bluey? with bluey? Like yeah, bluey is so bluey. fire. Like, that's one of them things. But like bluey, SpongeBob, like some of that yeah. shit that, that past generation yes, really bro. holds pretty dear. Yeah. But like, even still, like with you know, shit is so near and dear to us. Like they was talking about like Good Burger 2 is coming out 30 years later. Like, nobody asked for it we're still going to go see it because it comes from our childhood. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Or like, it was another show that I seen, but even I just learned today and maybe I did know this before. Maybe I just seen it again, but like the original Dr. Doolittle was done in 1967. I don't know anything about it. I only know, I know about Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy being Dr. Doolittle. And like, it's probably one of those situations where somebody was like, ah, they're redoing Dr. Doolittle. I loved goddamn Richard Roundtree yeah. or whoever the hell, you know what I'm saying? Richard. Like, don't be, don't be fucking with the classic. It definitely wasn't Richard Roundtree. It was a, it was a white dude, but. But that, shit, that, I think that's like kind that. of fire though. Like the idea that somebody's recollection is only going to be this version of Super Mario Brothers when it comes to Mario Brothers movies, like the John Leguizamo joint will night. That'll only be internet lore to these kids. You know what I mean? Like these kids will have heard that there was a really bad live action movie that their mm-hmm. parents had to watch when they was kids. But all they remember seeing is the dope ass one that Illumination did that they saw in the theater mm-hmm. when they was kids. And I don't lie, but the movie was fire. Like it's been a while since I watched a new movie and laughed out loud. And I laughed out loud a good three to five times. I like I feel that, but like just imagine how upset you're gonna be, like even 
let's call it 20, 25 years from now, you know, uh, Lord willing, we still walk on the earth. But just imagine if they start Toy Story all over and now <sighs> goddamn Justin Bieber is the voice of Woody. And it's some, you know what I'm saying? Like, but we hold would on, be wait. Up- I got a little bit of, wait, because when you said it, my my mind immediately went, after seeing how pretty and like how well represented the Super Mario Mother uh, Brothers movie was from a, just mm-hmm. a visual standpoint, mm-hmm. Toy Story needs to be remade again. I ain't gonna lie because the selling point for the original Toy Story when it first dropped, and me and you was kids, and we was excited at the idea of this movie before we knew how dope Woody was or how much affinity we would have for Buzz Lightyear. What grabbed us was how dope the movie looked, how how the right. graphics grabbed us. Like, oh shit, thems looks like real toys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it fucked mm-hmm. us up how good yeah. the graphics was. If you go back and watch Toy Story now, it looks like shit. Like, it looks like <laughs> something that Toy Story now, when you look at it, looks like something that comes on your YouTube after you let the suggested play too long. Uh, like, oh shit, this shit look janky as hell. Toy Story doesn't look so bad, but like I oh, credit that bad. I credit that to Pixar though. Like Pixar kind of been ahead of the game for a long it time. It was. Like, it was ahead of the game. The game just like, caught up. Still, that ain't to, to diss it or nothing. They still fucking making Toy Story. I feel like they own like number ten or something. Yeah, well, look, like I, that I watched Toy Story four. It was good and it was gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. every time they make it, they do step it up again. Right. But to me. Toy Story is the benchmark for wherever technical visuals oh, are in Hollywood. It's gonna be bad. The 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 next version of Toy Story, they're gonna fuck it up. It's gonna be a uh, live action, um, or they're gonna call on Lin uh, Lin Lin Manuel. Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're gonna call on him to redo Toy Story, <laughs> or it's just gonna be a full AI rendering of Toy Story, and like we're gonna hate it. I, I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna hate. The You Got a Friend in Me is going to be performed by <laughs> fucking uh, goddamn... What's the dude's name I hate? Um, White Iverson. What's his name? Post Malone. You're Post so Malone is going to do You Got a Friend in Me See next Toy saying? Story, bro. That's what I'm, It's going to be all fucked up. Yeah, they're going to do it backwards. It's going to be on Broadway. Um, the, the playoffs for the NBA is starting this week, right? I'm not going to beat y'all's ears up about sports because <laughs> there's really no sports news. There's nothing for us to get wrong. For real? Week. But fucking, I found interesting while I was watching some of my sports. The the So by the time y'all hear this, the game will be on tonight if y'all listen to us on Tuesdays or everything will have happened. But I found it interesting, the Minnesota Timberwolves that are like knocking on the door of getting a playoff spot and mm-hmm. they have a really big game Tuesday night, which will be tonight if y'all are listening on drop day against the Lakers, right? And I'm only bringing mm-hmm. this up because I find this to be interesting. This is not really a sports topic, so y'all forgive me. But... If you watch sports news or anything like that, you saw that there are two team members that got into a fight on the bench of their last regular season game, pretty much. Which is going to require their starting center to be suspended for the elimination game that determines whether or not they make the playoffs against the Los Angeles Lakers and the greatest player of all time. Mm -hmm. That's not super odd. Teammates get into fights on the bench kind of often now. Like, it used to be, like, a super big, like, oh, my God, they're supposed to be best friends, and they're fighting back there. Like, mm-hmm. now, teammates fight all the fucking time. Like, after Draymond punched Jordan Poole in the mouth at practice and the footage got leaked, I ain't putting nothing past these niggas. But it's that coupled with another guy on their team named uh, fucking Jaden McDaniels, which is supposed to be, like, their top defender, Mm-hmm. During the same game, on his way back to the locker room from being, I guess, ejected, punched a wall and fractured his right hand. 
Fucking idiot. Putting him out for the season. And Stupid. I'm just like, what did this is that's actually what I want to talk about. Like, what does your mind have to be thinking? Like, what kind of mental composition do you have to have <laughs> to punch? Like, I'm sure he saw padding and thought there was enough padding on the wall because he was walking through the tunnel, heading to the locker room. And to be fair to him, there is padding there. But he punched it so hard to where he basically just bypassed the padding and broke his hand all up. And now he's out for the rest of the season. So even if the Timberwolves beat the Lakers and end up in the playoffs, he is out for the rest of the fucking season. And, like, to me, I've never been a punch-a-wall kind of – have you ever punched a wall in an argument? Oh, yeah. Like, I've punched a thing in an argument before, and I did it once, and I was like, damn, that ain't even feel sweet. Like, I don't know why niggas do that. But, like, I've never (laughs) been a punch-shit kind of nigga because I'm always scared that I'm going to, like, hit the beam. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to know where the soft part is and fuck my own hand up. Like, I've never been a... I be feeling like punching shit, but I've never, like, went through with it and put my fist through a wall. Like, tell me, though, like, can you talk through the emotions that go to it putting your fist through something? Well, for him specifically, I'm going to say he broke his hand because he thought about doing that. Like, he knew he was being watched. He he knew he needed to do to do something emotional and drastic, so he he thought that shit out like the whole way through through to the punch. Like he probably threw the punch wrong, fucked his hand up, everything. Like that's usually how you break your hand when you're punching shit is because you like punched wrong, not because you punched the thing. But <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, the wrist was too limp when yeah, you went to strike. Absolutely, you but you punch wrong, but like because you thought about it. And I say that to say like. I punched mad walls and like I learned to stop punching walls because I was putting holes in walls. And like that let mm. me know that I might be a little bit stronger than what I know. Like you doing that at your crib or staying with like your parents still when you was punching walls? Nah, I, I think I was at a babe's crib at one time and then we lived together. Punching her walls. Good for you punching her walls. Yeah, Fuck I was her punching, walls. I was, but still, like even her walls, like I was still with the babe. So like I got to patch your fucking walls up before you move out here so they don't charge your ass a thousand Now you're putting like, pictures of rainbows in odd ass places. This picture's yeah, not kind of Nah, like I'm like, I, I got enough wherewithal to like go to the store and buy the fucking spackle and the shit to put on the wall and you know what I'm saying? Sand it down oh, and do it like it. it was so smooth dog they didn't even charge her like i literally went like it was probably like three holes in the wall that i like patched up and she never heard a word about it and i was like yeah because i gotta paint anyways like i did the work for them like the hole is covered like y'all y'all is good but like yeah i've I, I definitely punched shit but like that's a when i was punching shit like it was literally from being angry in the moment and just quick reaction just bong and it's like oh shit I, I haven't punched the fucking wall. Yeah, I never broke. I mean, I might got some hand issues. You know what I'm saying? From from punch, but I never like broke my hand where I had to like go to the hospital and be like, oh shit, I broke my hand from like you probably won't ever catch me like punching a fucking car window or a, you know, because that's just dumb, mm-hmm. bro. Like you're bound to break something or cut yourself, or that's just not smart. But again, when you when you trying to when you trying to do stuff, you know what I'm saying, for people to see what you're doing, you usually end up fucking yourself up. Let's be emotionally intelligent men right here while we're talking about punching walls through a fit of passion while we're arguing with our loved ones, right? Like, do you think there's any portion of punching a wall in the heat in the heat of an argument that, again, I know that, like, if you could think clearly in this moment, you probably wouldn't punch a wall at all. So I know I'm asking a lot of you to try to dissect something that's so fucking, you know what I mean? Like, emotionally charged. But is there any point of part of punching something or punching a wall that 
a man thinks if she sees me punch this wall, she'll know to leave me the fuck alone because she's pushing me to my limit and she needs to be reminded how strong I am and how she needs to leave me the fuck alone? Or are you thinking like, are you even thinking about how this action will affect her psychologically at all? I guess what I'm asking is, do you think there's niggas out there that punch the wall and think that could have been your face? Like, that that wants their girl to I think, like, even, I could have punched you, but I punched the wall. I guess that's I mean, what I'm asking. I mean, and, and this is not giving them niggas who actually punch on their bitches no bail, but I of think a not. lot of, whether you punch in the wall or whether you punch on your bitch, it really just comes from your lack of communication. Um, because usually you say something and maybe you feel like you got your point across, but maybe she need a little bit more to that. And you don't want to get, you and you don't, not that you don't even want to necessarily give anymore, but you feel like you gave it to her. So maybe you repeat yourself and now y'all are in this, this volleying match of the same thing. So now you're frustrated and you don't want to hit her, but you want to release this frustration in some form. And like, I don't want to growl at the bitch. Cause that looks crazy. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't want to, yeah, I don't want to beat her up. So like the quick frustration moves is just to be like, ah, like, and for me, like I say, my, I was just pulling my fist out of walls. Right I was like, Jesus right. Christ. You know what's wild? As a non-punch-the-wall nigga, as a nigga that completely is anti-punch-the-wall, I got to be honest with you. I don't think, and I consider myself to be articulate, I don't think there's a sentence that you can say that can express the type of frustration that comes with or that comes before punching a hole in a wall. Like, if you told me, like, hey, cat, I'm about to punch this wall. Like, if you could stop time Matrix style and call me and be like, cat, this is the moment I punch a wall. What do I need to say exactly to convey to her that she's taking me to punch the wall zone? And you could give me all the time you want. And I don't think that I could formulate the sentence that conveys that properly. I think mm. I'm going to end up saying like, go and punch the wall, dog. Like you just probably won't have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, uh, yeah. I, cause I, like I said, I've done it once before I have punched like a closet door before because I'm pussy. Mm. Like I couldn't punch a wall. I didn't think I was strong enough, but like, even after punching the closet door, I got the frustration out. But I don't think that I looked at my wife and, like, I don't think she got it. Like, I think she was just like, all right, so now my clothes is fucked up, but you still a bitch-ass nigga. Yeah, but, I mean, but, but that's what I'm saying. It really don't solve nothing. Like, and again, for me, like, it, it's just not a conscious decision to be like, ah, I need to release some anger. Let me hit something. It's like, no, this is literally the frustration making me hit the wall. Like, I'm not even the bong, and that's why my fist went through it because I'm so upset, like. And 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 like I say, they they usually don't get it, so it's really just fucking pointless. Particularly like you say, because really then you got to relive the argument while you're patching up the hole in the wall. You got to be like, this wasn't fucking worth me patching up a hole in the wall, right? <laughs> Bro, and, and see, circling back around, I'm learning in episode 185 that I really am a sick ass nigga. But like, besides beating my dick with a dry palm, like when I get frustrated to physicality i don't punch walls i don't hit my wife i don't like shake her like dmx does in cisco videos i plug up the vacuum cleaner and i start running the vacuum like my highest level I mean, of frustration i start vacuuming the crib i think i've told you that before like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i'm mad when i start vacuuming the crib and i like old, the whole floor clean. that's yeah that's old man shit but that's usually a telltale like i think a lot of people end up doing that like if a motherfucker is just randomly cleaning like i start throwing the trash away yeah, i start throwing everything away too. yeah particularly if y'all are rooms. into it like yeah i mean that's just, I, I think that's the thing that people just go to automatically because it's it's busy work like it's all right let me take 
it allows you to think, but it allows you to stop talking because you're doing something else. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> That's like, the I, key, I think, I think. I've never thought yeah, about that. It keep, does make... The fact it was way too loud for me to be talking and it's going to drown out my thought. You figured me out. But I, <laughs> Yeah, I think you figured think, it out. But that's what that's where a walk comes from. Like that's where all that shit comes from. Like yo, take a walk. Like because your brain is gonna get. But now you don't have anybody to speak to. So like, figure it out and then come back and talk. But see, taking a walk don't work for me because to me, that's the beef. If me and my wife is arguing and I take a walk, that's another level of aggression to me. Like that's di- that's cranking it I mean, up some but, more. Like some so, people I know can go for a walk bro. and it diffuse things. If me and my wife are arguing and me or her walks out the door to just, I'm using quotation marks, hands, go for a walk. But I'm, the other one, me nah. or her, is going to take that as an aggressive gesture. Like, oh, Yo, you're just going to walk the, out. But that's the, no, that's the wrong way to look at it. An aggressive gesture. Oh, it is. Nigga, I'll punch it you is. in your fucking face. Like, no, oh, wrong. you want me to take a walk? I can elbow you. Like, I can make that the aggressive fucking tone. But like, me to, and like, not for nothing, like, yes, it signifies an elevation. But like that, that should be the moment that you recognize, like, oh shit, a nigga needed to take a like, holy shit, like we this gotta, is going now we gotta figure this out. This is not that when you come back, like, oh, you took a walk, like, goddamn it, that's a you can't win for losing type of situation. Like, yes, I went took a, I guess, th- to me, the walk is no different from the vacuuming of the living room floor. Like, you just didn't talk to me. Like, there's no, there's no way you went for a walk and just didn't think about it. So why the fuck would I beef with you about that? Like. No, you should have something constructive to say when you get back. See, I, I think me and my wife are both way too emotional to be able to look at things as rationally as you're saying, because everything you're saying makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I know me, and I feel like I know my wife well enough to know that when we argue and it gets high enough to either one of us considering going for a walk, because we've done the walk thing, but again, it just makes the argument worse. I don't think in our 20 plus years of being together that we've ever gotten into it, one of us taking a walk, and came back in like, like even if it's a 20 minute walk, right? And I walk back through the door. And as soon as I walk in the door, like she runs up and hugs me and we make up. Or no, even, we start talking no, about it. Like we don't even start talking more clearly. Once I go for a walk or she goes for a walk and comes back, the argument is just more heightened when she's nah. like, oh, so now you're going to leave me alone in this but cold fucking world. That's what I'm saying. That's stupid. Y'all might as well just fight. Bitch, I didn't walk out without my shit. Like, I'm not about to, <laughs> like, I'm not leaving you. I, because you, again, like, I think it's no different from, I mean, it's a little bit, I don't even want to use that example, but like, you have to remove yourself from the space that you're arguing in. Because now that energy exists, like, not even to get deep, but like, now, now you're going to want to keep talking in that tone. You know what I'm saying? And like, I talked about the last time me and my wife got into it. Like, it did. It got like up, and I had to end up going to take a walk around the corner. And when I came back, like, when I came back, my wife was doing whatever the fuck she was doing. And we did, again, I, I did not expect her to walk up to me and run up to me and be like, oh my God, I'm so like, no, but like. I thought about losing we, you when you was out there. Yeah, like, no, we, like, and then not for nothing, the, the separation not even to get too deep, the separation allows you to hear some shit you might not have really heard in real time. And for me, the if it gets like that and you got to go take a walk or maybe, fuck a walk, like you just have to remove yourself from that. Maybe you just went outside. You didn't even go for a walk. I went out. Mm-hmm. I have to remove myself that way. We got we got to hear the shit that, that, that wasn't said and it allows you to, to evaluate, maybe I need to take a different approach. You know what I'm saying? So again, I came back in and like I ended up going out back, like and sitting out back, and like I sat there for a moment and thought about it, like, all right, like this is first of all, this is dumb, but like 
We got to figure this shit because again, like beefing for days is dumb. Like that sounds. Oh, bro, retarded. never be for days. When it, yeah, when it ain't got nothing yeah. to do with nothing. But like, yo, let's come talk to me. I think that's the first thing that I said to her when I came back. Like, can not even come talk to me because again, talk. like, yeah, I, yeah, can you come talk to me? Because she might right. not have been ready to talk to she me, and I just had ready. to deal yeah, with that. That's like, mature. Can you, that's mature. Can you come talk to me? Yes. All right. And like, I again, I don't just talk that's this talk. shit for a pod. I try to be that way in real life because I'm considerate. But like, if it, again, like if. The, if the beef was up and I felt like I needed to take a walk, like I probably if 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 the walk wouldn't, I probably would have been gone longer. And like again to to diffuse the situation because again, like if that if me leaving is going to elevate the situation, then I might as well have just put you in a figure four leg lock. Well, I was gonna say like it sounds like you were dangerously close to putting on your loafers and walking straight and, and never turning around. See what I'm saying? Chicago walk and walk into the cornfield and never come, come back. back in and punch all the holes in the fucking wall. Like I don't want to do that no more. See, like, it sounds like, see, I, I understand that. I think me and my wife both know that we're both bad at arguing, right? I think we would mm-hmm. both even say that on mic or on record. Like, we are both bad at arguing because both of us are highly emotional. Both of us don't like confrontation. So when we finally do fight, like, we fight very, very rarely. So when we do fight, as we feel the tension build, in both of our minds, separately, we're going, oh, shit, it's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And we're already too far down the freeway to turn around. Yeah. Like, there's no U-turns. Yeah. Around. And that's what I'm and, saying. Like, like, we I'm... both hate it so much that, like, I think it makes us fight harder mm-hmm. because we hate fighting so much, if that makes sense. Like, it just makes us nastier or sloppier at fighting because we hate fucking fighting. Yeah. And the same. Like, I'm emotional. She's sensitive. Like... And we both got short fuses. So, like, this ain't going... This really ain't going to get nowhere in with us both acting that way. So like, can we just, can we stop being stupid? Like, that's really what it is. Like, all right, whatever it is. Can we figure it out? Like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm already exhausted by it. So let's get past it. And you definitely right though. Like the fighting for days, I don't, again, in our 23 plus years together, I don't think me and my wife have ever argued past a 24 hour period. Yeah, for like worst case scenario, we've gone to bed mad at each other. Worst case scenario, we've gone to bed. Like, we'll stay up to 1, 2 o'clock in the morning figuring it out just so we don't go to bed mad. But the few handful of times we've gone to bed mad, we've woke up the next day and just, like, figured it out somehow. Like, I don't think like, we've ever gone too whole full Yeah, like, even... I don't even want to say, even even if it's something that might be bothering me, but even if it's something I'm thinking about, like, I'm just not going to be, like, beefing about it for, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm just trying to think about anything in the past time that me and my wife have been together. Like, I don't I don't know anything that's happened that I'm like, yeah, I'm not speaking to her ass for days. Like, How do you think people accomplish that by being mad with somebody they live with for more than that? Because I know it happens. Like, how do you accomplish being mad at your partner for two or three, like, for a whole weekend and you just keep waking up and going back to bed, not talking to each other. Like, how do you even accomplish that? It's, it's hard work. That's a lot of work because you gotta you gotta act, work. you gotta actively commit to doing that. Because like again, if you spend your every day with this person, like nigga, there's no way that you don't see me. Like, or you're I gotta eat separate dinners and shit. Yeah, you going out of your, you going out of your way to avoid me. Like that takes a lot of fucking work, energy, and effort. Like fuck all of that, bro. Again, it's easier. It's easier to I guess it's easier to have your energy drained by having a conversation you might not necessarily want to or be ready to. Have have than to carry that shit out for a fucking week because that sounds like a chore yeah no i'm not with none of that i'm glad that i didn't didn't uh, lose that woman lottery to have somebody that can hold on to because it sometimes could be out of your hands right like you could be as the husband you or me could be perfectly willing to talk and what if our partners just wasn't built like that and like now i get extra mad i hold that shit and keep it for days and like 
you can want to talk all you want, but if your partner don't want to fight with you or talk with you or resolve with you, you kind of on your own. So yeah. I guess maybe that's when you learn that you need to leave, right? Like you, I, if you loved your partner with all your heart, but your partner just wasn't a good fighter, and every time mm-hmm. y'all argued, it lasts four or five or six days, would you leave? Like if everything else was good, but when y'all fought, it could not last less than two days. Like, would that be um, enough for you to want to be I out guess, there? I guess what would tip the scale is what the arguments would be about. Um, if it didn't have to be big, like super big, like it ain't always got to be like, oh man, we about to break up due to infidelity type arguments. But say mm-hmm. like you said something on the podcast that she wasn't really feeling and y'all had a bickering about that mm-hmm. and then it escalated. And the next thing you know, she's mad at you for three days. Like something that size would make her mad for three days. Could you put up with that? If um, everything yeah, else nah. was good too. Yeah, nah, probably not for long. I got a track record of sending bitches back home. <laughs> See, I don't know, man. Like I... I want to say no, but I also don't want to just like fire from the hip. And you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I feel like I got a lot of patience and I feel like I'm willing to work with somebody, you know what I'm saying? Especially like mm-hmm. say whatever we put my wife through the Steve Ur- Urkel machine and it reworked her DNA. And all of a sudden this is just how she fall, right? Like she will fight for three and four days at a time and stay mad. I don't know if I could throw 23 plus years away because now all of a sudden we not resolving things within 24 hours and she's holding on to four and five. It would suck. Don't get me wrong. Like I would be trying to get her out of that shit, but I don't know if I would want to like call it quits now. No, I mean, yeah, not at this point. Of course not. Yeah. If that's how we started off, bitch, uh, good luck. (laughs) If this is like we, if this is month six and you doing this. Yeah. You're doing it. Yeah. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't have the energy. I don't have the mental capacity. Like I've never been one of those dudes though. Like I, I can't deal with like all the extra shit that some niggas be and granted niggas be doing foul shit that probably warrants half of these reactions from these women. But like, for the for the ones that don't be having to deal with the most out of these chicks, I I feel for them because it damn sure couldn't be me. Yeah, fighting for days is wild. Nah, that's um, whack. Did you did you see uh, in the? I got a well. I thought it was funny. You might not think it's as funny as I did, but like, did you see in the news that like some eighteen year olds broke into Michael Jordan's house? No, I found that to be funny. Like a, some eighteen year olds broke into Michael Jordan's house, and like my mind immediately, <laughs> like as a shoe collector, snapped back to like. Do you think these young niggas thought that the actual Michael Jordan, the person, had retros in his crib? Probably. And they don't know, huh? Like, I think we're finally getting to a place in pop culture where the brand Jordan is no longer synonymous with the man, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. We've always talked about this in our culture. I think, like, man, one day the brand is going to kind of, like, outlive who it represents, right? Like, the kids are going to grow up wearing these shoes and not fucking understand why we wear these shoes, right? Now, I know mm-hmm. Twitter kind of makes jokes, which I even think is funny. Like, you know, the, the white girl will, like, see a pair of shoes and like, man, that's crazy. They named a man after a whole shoe out here, which I think is a hilarious little name. <laughs> they, named like, <laughs> they, named this, they named that man after a whole shoe. That bitch crazy. It's crazy. Right? <laughs> so, an 18-year-old kid breaking into Michael Jordan's house, to me, says they thought they was about to come up. Because even if they thought there was cash in there, they was wrong, because that shows you don't know who Michael Jordan is. The idea that he would have cash on him. And two, if you thought you was breaking into Michael, the man Jordan's house, you probably thought there would be Jordans in there, or at least some sort of sellable memorabilia. And you don't know well enough to know that this man don't even wear these shoes. Like, these were... When he wore Jordans in the NBA, they were they were basically like steel toe boots going to work. 
Yeah, he would take them shits shoes. right the fuck yeah. off after they the game. Basketball was shoes. Yeah, you never yeah, saw like them. He wasn't wearing them shits casually. No. So like the yeah. idea, yeah. like you need to break into PJ Tucker's house, not Michael Jordan. If you want Jordans, break into PJ Tucker's house. Don't break into Michael Jordan's. Yeah, house. but like no, nobody for real for like that's why I was cracking up. I seen a picture of LeBron the other night. He had on a pair of Jordans. Like y'all look yeah. like these niggas wear these shoes to work. Like this is what they made them for. They didn't wear they like they make them in all the the Easter colors for you guys because you guys will for buy you. them. But like they're basketball shoes still. And for the most part, Michael Jordan like, hates a li- lot of them shits. You can literally finish getting your goddamn uh, little little cracker and your little juice on Easter, and then you can help put the chairs away and play basketball on carpet in the same shoes. You never even have to change. Like it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and they built that like that for us. And you got motherfuckers actually thinking like it means something that it doesn't mean. Because like I said, I mean, Michael Jordan hates his shoes because like imagine looking at the the black cement Jordan 3 and we love it as a cultural thing, right? Like all oh, this shit will go fly with a fit. And all Mike can think about is the game he broke his foot in them shits. Bro, do you think they will ever stop making Jordans? No, hell no. Like not ever. Like okay, hell no. I mean, we say this now because Jordan is still alive, right? But like, oh, they're pumping it up. When he dies, they're doubling the, the I, output of these. And shit. like they they will they will get a run out of it for a while. But like then he becomes folklore after a while. Mm-hmm. And who who's who's to say that the again the LeBron might take place because now he is the active like so jo- Jordan's might become converse in the next like. 75 years dog like better yet what i could actually see happening along the lines of your theory but i'll tweak your theory just a little bit i could see michael jordan passing away these young kids not giving a fuck that he passed away and not lebron's becoming the next jordan but kobe's because kobe died prematurely at a time they can remember and they're already wearing his shoes and they're already telling themselves that his shoes were fly when i grew up with kobe's Nobody fucking liked Kobe's when he was nah, alive. Now no. that he's dead, they treat these shits like they're the goddamn Willy even, Wonka golden ticket. But like they they treat them like that, but that's only going to be a, a a niche group of people. It's not going it's not going to reach the masses like it did the Jordan. But it starts with so a like, niche though. But that's where I it starts. It starts with a niche group, and then like the little brother grows up watching the big brother wear the Kobe's. Now he wants the Kobe's, and that's how it grows. I mean, we might as well put out the Nike Lynn biases then, if that's the case, bro. Nobody's going to rock these because not like you say they early Kobe's like before he got to this last iteration like some early Kobe's was fly, but these last iterations like nah like because they were Kobe's bro they what but like I look at the Kobe's the same way that I look at the KDs like it, it's a cool shoe but like it's not really fly like it's not fly yeah. to rock in your everyday like those are those are basketball shoes again like and that's kind of made the for work a, that's the difference between a kd and a, and a Kyrie and a kobe versus uh-huh. a lebron like yes you can work in these but you can also throw your pair of jeans on and you know what i'm saying make an outfit out of these with a t-shirt or something one day like See, the rest of them it, niggas it, like you joining me in old man land with the jeans with uh, basketball shoes. You know that, right? That the what young you kids don't let us wear jeans with our basketball shoes no more. I don't. I don't understand why not. I will. I don't give. I don't give a fuck about these young kids. Like their t- their tennis shoes. Like that. That do they? They don't know. <laughs> Look, I think we broke know. West. This yeah. has been the Dipped Brother Program, man. We appreciate y'all listening to us break each other, break each other down, argue with our wives, and punch holes in walls. Hey, tell a friend about the podcast, man, because we're going to be doing this for a little while. And- 
maybe not. I don't. I keep playing with the whole quit Michelle. I'm just joking until it's the truth. Yeah. My name is Cat. Uh, tell a friend about our show. It's pretty cool over Yeah, joke until I'm not. It's your boy West No T. Not another shit you know me for. Uh, most important thing. Fuck with me, dude. Yes, sir. And like I say, each and every week, the universe is way too big for your little ass problems. And hey, you know, if your little problem is you're a good dad 364 days a year, and just so happens that on this day that you were too crippled with shame that you couldn't get up and help, it's okay. Your wife will forget, forgive you. You just got to tell her what happened because now she's learning for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe your knees hurt because you beat off too long. Um, rule number one, tell a friend to tell a friend, not only about the podcast, but that also can't cancel the dry beat. Like either try and give her the real action or, you know, just, you know, just fuck it. Keep it to yourself. Um, and then rule number two, mind your motherfucking business. Yes, sir. We'll catch y'all on the next one. We know you want more, so come back next week and get this.